Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champion, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. Hey guys, we're here on the 4th Down Experience podcast, and we are so excited about our interview today. But first, I want to say what's up to my fellow podcaster, Chris. How are you, my man? Hey, I'm doing well. Enjoying this beautiful weather down here in Arkansas. So, uh, it's a good day so far. Yep, you're finally out of the Minnesota weather, and you're out of the snow and out of uh, below zero temps. (laughs) And uh, we're here in the middle of nowhere, about to have a camp. Uh, tomorrow in Arkansas, but first uh, we want to talk to a fantastic kicker who is very talented uh, in multiple sports, and uh, Chris, you want to cue him in? Yeah, we got Josh Gable on the line here, and what's impressive about him is he's uh, made it professionally in soccer, and then now is trying to pursue it professionally in the football league in the NFL, so we're going to talk to him about his story and, and his journey, and uh, hope we, hopefully you guys enjoy. Josh, what's up, man? Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, Brian and Chris, it's you know, <laughs> been an honor, so uh, you know, I'm excited to do this. Yeah, man, excited to have you on, and uh, we're very excited uh, to learn more ourselves, but also for our listeners to learn more about this NFL Spring League that's going on. So why don't, uh, let's kick off the interview here. Why don't you just tell us about the Spring League, kind of the concept behind it and, and when it started, and just cue in uh, the listeners a little bit more about this league. Okay, so the Spring League is kind of like a, uh, I'd say it was like, you know, three week to a month uh, kind of camp where guys that, you know, have fallen, they may have fallen out of the league. You have uh, free agents, obviously, on the couch, you know, they don't want to, you know, sit there for another year. So uh, this is something they can do. Um, obviously, there's guys that have been in the league that have been out for like, you know, maybe two years three years, uh, they can come back and, you know, kind of prove themselves and kind of round up, you know, 150 athletes or, you know, more. Uh, this year, was it was a little bigger. We split, you know, the guys up into four teams, uh, north, south, east, and west. I definitely think uh, they kind of stacked teams this year. So uh, I definitely, I thought my team would be beneficial, but at the end of the day, you know, it just shows that, you know, there was, you know, a lot of spread talent and uh, we didn't get any wins, unfortunately, but uh, I kind of thought it was, you know, really nice to see players stand out. There's already a few players signed, so it's it's a great deal. I liked it. Yeah, so Josh, kind of listening to you right now, it almost sounds like the spring league season is over. So, like, did, did the season just end? Yep, our season just ended. Uh, you know, we finished our last game. What was it? I want to say it was on Friday, Thursday or Friday. Okay, so how many how many games did, did everyone play? Like, did all the teams play? We played two official games, but we have, like, scrimmages and stuff that uh, okay. scouts come and watch. Obviously, we have scouts. Uh, I think there's been some GMs to even watch games. Um, they just watch our practices, you know, throughout those two and a half weeks. So, uh, so this is kind of like just a quick... Hey, let's get these guys in here that have been in NFL camps or have played on teams or 
or up-and-coming free agents. Let's get them a few games, and let's see if we can get you into the free agent market, getting ready for the draft, like the free agent signings after the draft, and, and getting into camp. Is, is that kind of the idea of the league? Yes, sir. Yep. Got, gotcha. All right, so who's uh, – was your team – did it have Johnny Manziel? Yeah, we actually – yeah, we actually had him on Team South, and backing him up was Cody Keith, so it was pretty, it was pretty cool. Yeah, so obviously Johnny Manziel was the hot topic, you know, throughout this last spring here. What's he like in person? Is he pretty cool? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I can say, you know, uh, there, there's so many cool things about this guy that people don't know. Um, I mean, I know he's been a privileged person, you know, from what, I, honestly, I'm one of the guys that didn't know, you know, a heck of a lot about him, but I I learned, like, kind of, like, hands-on. He, he just spoke to me my first day there. Uh, we became pretty good friends, and he's someone I can talk to now. Um, he always, you know, has good advice. I, you know, I share my advice with him and uh, kind of pick each other's brains, but he's such a cool guy. Like, I want to get that out there. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the thing that's interesting, though, is, like, Instagram and, and Twitter and Facebook, there's just been, like, so many videos that have been out there that have been reposted and gone viral from the spring league. I almost feel like, okay, cool. The spring league just started. I'm ready to see the rest of the games. You know, Johnny Manziel's playing. Okay. Who's this kicker? Like what's awesome is they feature you a lot. Like, has it been nice getting some love from their social media accounts? Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty cool because, um, we, we definitely thought, I definitely thought I wasn't going to get anything. Uh, knowing how big the spring league would be for a couple of the players there, like you know Johnny, and you know there was like Zach Mattenberger. He's he was really nice. Uh, so I'm I'm glad they showed me love. It was really cool to see. That's awesome. So I'm curious. So in two games, you got game stats. You know what was your stat line over two games? How did you do? And and I guess has that uh, kind of sprung any interest or conversations with professional teams yet? with, uh, I would say, uh, a handful of teams. Um, I did really well in practice. I think, I don't know how many I missed. I probably missed, you know, three or four out of uh, 30 kicks I took there. And uh, in the game, you know, I didn't get too many chances. I know I had three extra points. I only had one field goal in the two games, and I hit it, and I was, you know, from 56. So, I mean, I went That's perfect good. in the two games. And they look at that, and they kind of uh, know that I made the most of that. And I've already been contacted about that. So, um, you know, you're kind of going to have to make the most of your opportunities because you don't know how many you're going to get there. You don't know how good your team is going to be. So, you got to be ready for anything. Right. Um, and what's cool is I think we're about a year anniversary away from uh... – what happened last year when when you went viral with the with the trick shots and obviously you know you and I have talked about trick shots in person and oh, yeah. and, and on Instagram together and you have a really unique style with how you put stuff on Vimeo and and it yeah. earned you a pretty sweet opportunity uh, you know that's what's what's so cool about social media is doing different things and then posting sixty yard bombs and next thing you know you're getting the Patriots invite a year ago like can you talk to us about that whole experience. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was it was unreal. I uh, 
you know, try to make the most of my opportunity. Um, so I would, you know, I would uh, kind of put things together. Uh, starting off with the trick shots, I was, you know, trying to get in the football and, you know, kicking field goals, kicking extra points. And I would, like, kick the ball back. Um, I set this up, like, kick the ball back, trying to set the ball back up after I kicked it through the post. And I was thinking of creative ways to kick the ball back, and that kind of, uh, you know, sparked an idea, and that's how the whole trick shot thing began. Mm-hmm. So I started doing that, kind of, you know, got into the Vimeo thing, uh, uploaded, and, you know, was doing this for years. You really didn't get, actually, not like, not too long. It was like maybe, you know, under a year, then a year passed, and that's when everything kind of blew up, and uh, the Patriots contacted me. But there were some other things that took place. So it was just cool that they got a chance to see that and recognize, you know, talent. That's awesome. So what was it like uh, with your tryout with the with the Patriots? What they have you go through, if you can share. But what was the whole experience like just being in that aura of greatness? I mean, that's that's our latest dynasty right now. Oh, yeah. No, it was, it was absolutely amazing. I was contacted by uh, Joe Judge, obviously their, their special teams coach. He's a very good coach. Um, I actually went out there before the before like you know the nfl posted that on instagram i went out there a week prior to and had my workout i actually hit 29 or 30 field goals uh, with a long of uh 65 nice yeah i know it, it was an unreal workout only because you know they really wanted to see if i was you know just you know i hadn't played college football and they wanted to see if i was the real deal or not so they told me normally, you know, an average workout is, you know, 12 to 16 kicks tops. So they kind of had me go through, you know, a lot more, you know, uh, a lot more kicks. And I'm just happy I converted those. So I did that. Uh, it wasn't for sure how that was going to go. Uh, I thought I did well. You know, we watched the film right after it. Uh, both coaches I spoke to, you know, they were like, they're they like you know they had prices for me. Um, and I was trying to stay level headed only because you know I was you know in that building. It was it's crazy the feeling you get when you're there. Uh, finally left, flew back home to Nebraska. Um, you know nothing came about. I waited you know another three days. At the end of the week, they called me and you know they invited me to Ricky Minicamp. So that was really cool. Very cool. Yeah, I mean opportunity of a lifetime however we you know we want more opportunities right you know you're, that's what you're doing you're you're playing in the spring league you played in the ifl which we're about to talk about and just trying to get another opportunity because all, all you need is just that one break that one chance you know and and just break through and get into the league and but let's let's, let's you mentioned that you didn't play college football so you had to get some film and so um you're playing you played for a team that that uh, Brad Hatfield, who was earlier on the Fourth Down Experience podcast, and you know Brad. Um, what was it? Yes. You know, talk about the Nebraska Danger and talk about that experience in the indoor football league. Okay, so Nebraska Danger, how it got on the team was uh, that coach at the time is Mark Davis, who is now the, you know, I think he's the, he, I don't know, I know he's with uh, Saskatchewan Rep Riders. I think he's head player personnel there. But he'd seen me play in high school, and you know he wanted to know what I was up to. Um, right when I got back into town, and you know that's how it kind of came about. So 
Uh, I knew they had a re- they had really good history, and uh, they're tied to the Chargers. So I thought it would be a good idea to you know kind of make a name for myself. But uh, you know, obviously your first few games are going to be shaky, but you know I was up for any challenge, and that's kind of how it started. Right. So when you were in the IFL, you know. You're out there at the the college that you train at, that you post videos. You're you're on college with uprights, which is six yards wide. Now you're going to the IFL, which is three yards wide. Uh, talk about that transition and what you had to do in order to be successful at in the indoor league. Okay, so uh, you know I, I pretty much made tried to make you know the most narrow 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 targets that I could. Uh, you know, trying to be accurate, uh, try to hit like trees, try to hit posts, um, obviously try to hit, you know, field goal posts. Uh, I have so many, uh, I have so many drills to, you know, make me more accurate, but, um, I also think just going inside to any indoor fields, uh, and practicing on those, you know, they'll eventually, I think that'll help you in the game. That's awesome. So, what I find interesting, too, about your journey, I mean, you've had a unique journey thus far at the professional football level, but what what fans are, are quickly getting to know about you is that you played professional soccer. So um, where I'm from in Minnesota, soccer is huge, and um, it's one of the, it's a big state for soccer. Can you describe or tell people that just your journey from, say, high school soccer and then how that transitioned into playing professional soccer? Yeah. Obviously, I mean, growing up, I was I was a big Man United fan, so I, I still am today. Like, I, I'm sorry if you guys are Arsenal fans or Chelsea fan. Or I've been friends <laughs> on Chelsea, so um, so I would like watch these games. Then one day, uh, you know, I kind of like ordered my, my parents ordered like Man U TV, and I'd watch you know the academy games, and I was like these kids are so good and uh, I would, you know, I'd see that they're my age. So I was kind of like, wow, like this isn't right. Like I'm playing high school soccer there, there in, in the academy doing what they want to do, what I want to do. So I'd kind of compete with them, uh, in my own leagues. I'd see the stats they put up. I would, would, you know, uh, watch kind of how they moved and how they, uh, saw the ball and, and their technique and skill. And I'd kind of, replicate that and you know kind of make it into my own game but i do it you know uh, high school soccer fields uh, against high school teams um with a mindset of, of a professional and i don't think kids think like that when they're playing or you know young adults who don't think like that they don't think like they want to uh uh you know be a professional at that age they just want to be better than everyone in their class you know so i, I did that and graduated in uh, graduated from Carney High, uh, waited eight months, and I flew to Rome. That's awesome. So how did you get that opportunity with Rome? Like, who called you? Did you do ODP or, or what? Um, you know, I, I did do, I did ODP for, I did ODP my junior year, and then I was in, like, the national team pool. Um, I don't know who else is in that pool. There's, there's guys in that pool like Breck Shea, uh, Josh Lambeau. You probably heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that's one of our next questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I did that junior year. Uh, 
played with, you know, my national team pool for a little bit. Then uh, kept in touch. I actually went to, a, what was it, a competitive tournament for my select team in Lincoln. Uh, we made it to nationals and uh, just kept in touch with some international scouts that were there. Obviously, they want to pick up, you know, a few Americans that do want to play. Um, yeah, not for like a big team, but maybe like in Scandinavia or something, playing like Denmark or Sweden to play on the like the lower side of European soccer. And uh, you know, I kept in touch with a few scouts, and uh, that's how I got my opportunity. I kept in touch with them right after graduation, and that's something I held on to, and I'm glad I did that. Right. So it's pretty awesome that you played professional soccer at the international level. And, and then now you're playing football at the indoor football league level. Then you, you know, do these awesome trick shot videos. Next thing you know, you're in rookie camp with the Patriots. And, and then you're in the spring league. You're doing well at the professional level and so close to breaking through. And then we see guys like Josh Lambeau who played professional soccer. And, and now he's landed and he's been playing in the NFL for a couple of years. Uh, is that like the new route to take? Or do you think that's just a unique thing that soccer players are doing? I think it's so. I think it's very unique. I think. I mean, I, I know a lot of people are like trying to say, you know, a lot of soccer players can do it. You know, I can do it. I play soccer. I'm sure I can kick a field goal. Kickers don't do very much. Josh Lambo, yeah, I feel like that type of person. He's one of a kinds. Um, you know, all of us are one of a kinds. Um, that you know, try to take that route. It really takes a special athlete to, you know go from, you know, professional soccer to football because it's, you know, as much as, you know, they are alike, they're very different, uh, very different circumstances, and, you know, everything around you is completely different with, uh, with the way, you know, the different type of athletes act and talk, and, you know, it's just, it's, it's different pressures, uh, what I what I know, it's very different pressures, and I don't know, I, I'm just really glad he's found the comfort in, you know, kicking that ball because whatever he was going through before with soccer, I'm sure uh, that settled down and I'm sure he still misses it, but he's, he, I don't think he's looked back the way he's kicking now. He hasn't looked back. Yeah, he's having a fantastic career so far and uh, you touched up on, you know, pressures of playing. I guess, could you tell the uh, the listeners out there, you know, did you feel more pressure playing professional soccer or more pr- more pressure trying to kick a field goal knowing that uh, the NFL could be on the line? <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's, it's crazy because when I was transitioning, it was like there was way more pressure in soccer, like hands down. I, like where I was playing in Italy, there was like with – because people, when they look at the penalties or like the World Cup, if, you know, in a penalty shootout, it's Italy and Germany – you know, they're, they're going to hang you if you miss a penalty kick, but um, it's, it's even like free kicks and, you know, earning, just earning uh, earning your respect as like an American playing soccer in Europe is, is very difficult. And when you're playing, you really have to perform at a high level. You have to think like them. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really something you can't, um, you know, take for granted or, uh, you really need to pick everything up, you know, very quickly. And with football, it's people say it's just one thing as well. So I was just thinking, you know, this is football. It's, it's one thing. Then 
you know, I, I discovered there's a lot more pressure to it. Um, but what I found is I think there's a lot more pressure in, uh, you know, indoor football than outdoor. Yeah. Yeah. And I, there's, 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 I, there's definitely a lot more pressure and it, 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 it's, I think it's a little more difficult. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're going in different arenas that have things hanging from the ceilings and you, oh, know, yeah. you got holders that are the backup or the backup quarterback or they're, they're starting DB. So they don't really have a lot of time to practice holding. <laughs> But uh, I'm going to switch gears with you. I have a couple more questions for you. Um, kickoff rule. I mean, we've had some things change at the college level uh, where now if it's fair caught, it's bring, it's, the ball is now a touchback at the 25-yard line. Uh, they're having discussions about it with the NFL. Um, do you see any concerns with the kickoff rules here coming up? I, I do, yeah, only because, you know, in these, like, experimental leagues, like the Spring League, and you know, there's a few other leagues, like you're a call footballer, you know, just those type of leagues. They're, um, this year, I think they almost took the kickoff out. We, we actually had to, as a collectively, as a group, the special teams, we, we spoke to our coaches about it, and we're like, we can't take away kickoff. Like, you know, that's, that's where we shine. I, we understand you guys don't want to get hurt, so... We came to you know a common ground where the returner doesn't have to return the ball. So that's what you guys kind of saw when you're when you're watching those games in the spring league. So I, I do believe that there will be you know something done, but I don't think it'll be completely taken out. Uh, I don't, I, and I hope not as well. Well, hopefully for all of our sakes in our our special teams kicker snapper fraternity here that it sticks around. But uh, so, Josh, we always like to end our interview on on some fun questions here. Now, because you are a soccer player turned kicker, uh, we're gonna we're gonna twist some of these questions around here. So, uh, first question would be: uh, Tell us about your three favorite soccer stadium experiences in terms of like atmosphere and in, in your professional playing days. Where were they? And and tell us about them. Okay. Um, let me see. <laughs> well, my first. My first is actually going to have to be um, my first Primavera game. It was my first game ever with, uh, it was actually the second team of Lazio. Uh, before I got signed with the first team, it was in the Stadio Olimpico where, you know, they had the Olympics. Um, and that's the first team stadium. That was, that. it, it was just amazing. The, it was an amazing feeling just walking out there and, I know it was a national team game, but I just felt like I was, you know, representing, you know, repping the states when I when I went out there and just, you know, representing, you know, every American that wished they could be in my in my in my shoes at the time. So that was a really great feeling. Um, when I went on loan to uh, KRC Gank, where you know Kevin De Bruyne and you know, Thibaut Courtois. Uh, you know, goalkeeper for Chelsea. Uh, playing there was great. I really like that stadium and atmosphere. You know, it's not very big. I think it's only, you know, like maybe 30,000. But I really liked uh, playing there. And I'm trying to think. Um, can't really think of a third. There, there's a lot of... I know I had a friendly game in like Freiburg, and those fans were just like crazy. I didn't think it'd be crazy, but you know those fans are crazy in, in Germany, everywhere. You know Dortmund, Mainz, uh, 
Munich, but or München, but they're all. Uh, they, I think you know a lot of the German teams have very great fans, so you have the opportunity of you know playing a friendly in Germany. I, I feel like it'll be it'll be a pretty cool atmosphere. Nice, and those are great experiences. You know, it's pretty cool hearing you say those stadiums and and yeah, that feeling would be great just to represent the the states, like you said. Uh, but just real quick, last one we want to finish on, Josh, is, um, you know, you're in your mid-20s. Uh, so, you know, you've been able to see the, the land work of, of the, sorry, the groundwork of kickers. Um, are, is there a specific kicker that you've looked up to in your career? Um, trying to think of a few. Yeah, I, uh, I would say, um, yeah, there's there's a few. Somebody that's close to my age, I, I obviously everyone loves Justin Tucker. I, I like the way he kicks, and he just has so much confidence when he goes out there. It's you know it's above everything. So he's already he already knows he made the kick before he steps on the field. That that's the type of swag he has. Mm-hmm. So obviously obviously Justin Tucker. Um, somebody a bit older than that. I I really like watching. Um, I, I like watching. Uh, Matt Bryant and uh, who else is out there? Uh, obviously Adam Vinatieri, but uh, one guy that is absolutely awesome is Steven uh, Gostowski. That's a lot. I mean, I, I feel like I can learn so much from him, but his kicking style is so different than mine. It's just really hard to you know emulate what he does. Not that I would want to, but that's that's a guy that I'd watch just you know confidence wise you know he's he knows he's gonna make it when he steps on the field as well no those are some great guys I mean everyone you mentioned uh, are definitely awesome kicking you know role models and mentors to look up to um, Josh man we really appreciate you taking 20 minutes of your time to to speak with us and talk to us about the spring league and, and everything we really wish you the best of luck and success and and definitely hope you land with the team here soon yeah most definitely thank you yeah, appreciate it, Josh. Uh, it'll be fun to follow your journey, and uh, good luck with everything, and stay in touch. Oh, for sure. Thank you so much, Brian and Chris. Yep, we'll talk to you soon. All right, later. All right, later, man. Man, Chris, that was an awesome interview. Uh, Josh, just very even kill, kind of a chill young young man, and um, he's done really well in his in his career thus far. You know, Do you think he's going to land with the team? I think he'll get his break, you know, just to get that opportunity with the Patriots, I think is going to open up doors, and it, it goes on your kicking resume. And uh, I think you're right; very professional. He's he's seen the pressures of a lot of different levels of kicking, and uh, also very fun to learn about the spring league. Just because it's you know last year I really didn't know much about it, and this year you know gained some popularity, and probably due to Johnny Manziel, but uh, it was fun to learn about. Yeah, I mean honestly, I learned more about the spring league in this interview than looking at Instagram or, or looking on Google. I, I honestly thought there was probably going to be like four more games left or something. Cause I've been seeing stuff on like Bleacher Report and, and their Instagram alone. And, and then next thing you know, I see Josh's, you know, I can, I can tell by the, his body stature and how he kicks the ball. Cause I've seen him in person at a camp before. And obviously on, on Vimeo, I was like, man, that's Josh. And then next thing you know, he's, He's kicking, and then it gets reposted and stuff. So I really hope he lands with the team. I think he has. He totally has it. Um, you know, all these guys that we've been talking to on the fourth down experience, um, I think, you know, some of them would, would vetch for him and, and give this kid a chance, you know. But uh, it's a great interview. Um, looking forward to seeing what kind of response we get because this is our first ever spring league kicker that we've had. 
yeah. on the 4DE Nation podcast. Yep. Yeah, just trying to give you guys, the audience, uh, just exposure to, to players at different le- uh, league levels. And uh, just want to thank you guys for listening again, and uh, we'll see you next week. Make sure to follow us on all social platforms at the 4th Down Experience. Thank you for listening to the 4th Down Experience. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 4th Down Experience.